2: <laughs> what up, ladies and gentlemen? It's hump day, right? It is hump day! Hump day! Hump day! On, here, host of the Business Bros Podcast, along with my co-host,
3: the insurance bro, James C.S. with Pipeline Insurance. And as always, we have another amazing guest planned for you today. Uh, let me go back here. Any lender can help you obtain some kind of loan to help you buy your house, but today's guest will help you actually plan your mortgage. Come learn the difference with our guest, Chris Catania, Army Veteran with Guaranteed Rate. Welcome yeah. to the show. guys.
0: He gets pretty good at that, huh? Yeah, it's not bad. Right? Yeah, it's like he does this a lot. Right? It's <laughs> <That's> like he <laughs> it does it every day. <laughs> I
3: actually, I totally messed up. I meant to do the Guaranteed Rate and then say, Chris Catania, welcome to the show. That's right. Take two.
2: Take two. <laughs> I'm just playing. <laughs> All right. All right. We All right. don't edit this stuff. No, so we don't. That's We're okay. Done. All right, yeah. Chris. <laughs> Before we get get Welcome to the
3: show, man. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, thank you, guys.
2: Quick uh, reminder to the guests 365 pairs of shoes by the end of the year. Guests, I meant uh, listeners. Listeners. Right?
3: Uh, and, but actually, our guest did bring one more. So we're, so now, we're at- now at
2: 202. 202. 202. So thank you for your donation. And if you would like to make a donation, hit James up 619 884 0045 or James at CSFIRST.com. He'll hop on the Harley right out there, pick up those shoes from you. 37 pairs is the most that he's carried so far. Let's see if anybody can beat that
3: bring it baby bring it all right ladies and gents oh wait wait wait. last thing if you want your uh charitable organization to be featured on the show we would love to promote whatever it is that you've got going on as long as it is good for the entire community so definitely
2: if you got something let us
0: know we'd
2: love to talk about it yeah yeah. cool so chris welcome to the program my friend
0: hey thanks for having me guys i appreciate it
2: dude i'm getting to know you a little bit before the show some fun stuff army I want to know a little bit about what enticed you to get into the Army.
0: That's oh, a, I'm going to leave I mean, the jokes over here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> From the Navy peanut gallery over there. Um, you know, it, it's, it's, a, it's an interesting question, right? Like, I, I went in late. We were talking about it before the show. I, I, I depped in or I swore in at 26. I, I shipped to basic training. at tw- I turned 27 at basic training. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's just something that I always wanted to do. Uh, my grandpa was in the Marine Corps. Um, I always liked the stories that he had and the, some of the experience that he had from it. And he always seemed to talk like fondly about it. And, uh, I got into the mortgage business pretty much right out of high school. I started working as a junior in 2005. I graduated in 2003, so I was going to college and then I started working as a junior in the mortgage business. And, uh, I got to a point with the business where I felt like I could step away from a little bit. I found the reserves, which gave me the other opportunity I never really thought about that Mm -hmm. I could kind of be part time, still keep my civilian career and, uh. I just i'm one of the i just don't want to i don't want to die on e i want to die on e i don't want to have like me laying there and be like shoulda woulda coulda yeah. or i wish i would have done this so yeah i went down i signed up and shipped and- off to basic training and then quickly was like what have i done <laughs> 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 sounds about right yeah, yeah. but you do have
2: good memories right i mean yeah no this- i mean my my
0: time in has been i've got to do some really cool stuff i've been able to go and serve in other countries um just in february i was out in thailand um, doing some work joint work with the thai government and the thai navy and uh it's been really cool i've gotten to go to some really cool schools i met some really great people um it's actually you know it's been beneficial for my business i you know part of the some of the transactions that i enjoy working on the most are va transactions my veteran clients and um i've been able to just you know do more of that and kind of educate those guys a little bit more you know i make a joke all the time that you go to basic training and they literally give you a class on how to brush your teeth. Like, literally, they <laughs> tell you how often you should brush your teeth and what you should do, but they don't talk about any of the other benefits that really matter. You know, they don't go over your GI Bill, they don't go over your VA home loan. So, um, it's, you know, it's been, I've been able to provide some value to those guys and it's been cool.
2: I, I wanna know a little bit about um, your experience being the older guy. Like, you know, you, you a lot of these kids get into the military and they're 18, right? Yeah, yeah. So they figure a lot of stuff out, like life slapping them in the face. They sure. In you know, a partying a lot, they waste away a lot of the, the early years. They buy uh, Dodge Chargers as E1s, right? Yeah. <laughs> all these different things that happen. You're coming in, you know, almost 10 years older than a lot of these guys. Not yeah. Like eight yeah. or nine years older than these guys. And um, what was it like? At least, you know, was it like a mentorship kind of? You feel like like these guys are going to listen a little more
0: or they really just didn't care even more? I mean, I like to think that like some of the younger guys like, you know, saw it as an example and kind of, you know, I got a lot of questions about like, what do you do? Like at Mm -hmm. home, you're going to be a reservist. Like, what's your life like? And then you kind of explain it to them. And, you know, I I had an established career had a house, you know, wife. And, uh, you know, so it was a lot different than what they were used to. So that was cool um i was kind of fortunate i wasn't actually the oldest guy there i was like the fifth oldest guy the oldest guy there was 32 yeah
2: how old what's the limit
0: i think it's 34 nowadays is it yeah yeah they changed it it went up and then it went down wartime it went up and then it kind of came down i was
3: gonna say i think the oldest guy in in my boot camp was like 36 or 39 yeah
0: really so it went up during wartime and then they throttle their back down so once they join? did the drawdown <laughs> yeah you should yeah, I'm
2: 37 I'm like, <laughs> bad <yeah>. idea <laughs> 37 years but, old traveling overseas i don't do good on a boat <laughs> yeah. Fast, not, even, right, on a not even on a cruise <laughs> ship.
0: Facts. but yeah so i mean it, it was interesting being older you know like i mean there's there's cool parts about it because it helps you in some ways because mm-hmm. like you're a bit more mature and you can deal with things better i think um but in other ways it makes it more difficult because you know these guys this is this is what they're doing they're not there's no job at home there's no there's clients no calling thought. or emailing yeah. and you got to worry about that and you have no phone i mean it's it's basically training there's no cell phone there's no email i'm totally off the grid for 12 weeks or whatever it is and uh that's a long time to be gone yeah. and not know what's going on in your business so that 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 reality sinks in pretty quick but um yeah i mean other stuff you're just like they're putting you through this stuff and they're, they're treating you the same as they're treating the Oh, yeah, they 18 don't care. 19 yeah. year old kids you're that are listed. making the crazy mistakes you yeah, know yeah. you're just like God, how do you dig the same mistake every day <laughs>
2: <laughs> trust me i know yeah. people who do that all the time they, yeah, they don't yeah. change um so tell me a little bit about you know going off to to boot camp was was and leaving your business behind 12 yeah. weeks of leaving your business behind is is huge like how did you yeah. how did that work
0: uh, I had some. I had some help. I mean, I had a really great uh, my my mentor in the business. His name's Mike Rafi. Great guy. Shout out to Mike Raffy. Um, him and his wife were kind of managing the office. He was my branch manager at the time, and uh, you know they kind of monitored the email. My uh, I, it was all forwarded to him. So when old customers needed help or they needed answers, he was able to help them. Or somebody at least on the team was um, when new stuff came in. You know he was able to kind of help them get them started. So I tried to plan it as best I could. I, I shipped, you know, that's why I turned 27 out there. I left in November. So tried to catch it in the slower time of the season. Yeah. I, I think I got there on, uh, I don't know, just beginning, right in the beginning of November. So I was there through the Thanksgiving holiday and then came like after Christmas or whatever, came back home or went to AIT, you know, the next phase of training. But uh, yeah, I mean, they were, they were instrumental in getting that done. I did a, I did my best to, you know, preface it with everybody and you know get them all prepared that I was going to be gone here's my contacts I had like you know emails and flyers that went out my away message said this and um, I was also with a company called Bay Equity at the time I wasn't a guarantee rate yet Um, and they were super understanding and uh, you know the tech side worked with me to get my emails forwarded and to make sure everything went off smoothly so they, they did a really great job and it helped out
2: and you were married at the time
0: yeah yeah so
2: okay now you're in mortgages that means you're in sales right yeah now that had to be one hell of a sales pitch how did you convince the wife to let you enlist i mean i know i i brought it up to my wife years ago i was like you know what i i could just enlist and you know bah to take care of all this stuff i can i can handle military life right and she was like hell no i can't handle you being gone (laughs) or shipped out or whatever so i was like how did you get that across
0: you know, it, that, it was actually pretty easy. My wife was really cool. And I think she knew that it was something that I wanted to do. It's kind of like a passion of mine. A, I don't know if bucket list is the right term, but, you know, something like that. And um, so she was actually really cool. But I mean, she had her reservations. You know, I think she was more like uh, the time away was one thing, but then like the, the reality of the yeah. risk of it. And you know I'm going in, I'm a paratrooper. So I'm jumping out of planes all the time. And, you know, I'm kind of in a job field where... I'm not really the last person they're going to call out of the reserve. 75% of my job is held in the reserve. So, you know, if something big kicks off, that 25, yeah, that first 25 goes quick. So I think, you know, she was, the op tempo is pretty, pretty, pretty high for a reserve unit. You know, we do a lot. We go a lot of places. I, I spend still right now two or three months a year gone. Like either, like I said, I was just in Thailand. I'll be gone again in November for about a month. So.
2: That's it's gnarly, like,
0: dude. I think she was cool. I think she knew though that like it was like an itch like that I had and it wasn't like it wasn't going to go away. She knows how I am. No regrets. Like that. Nah, well, that yeah, and I'm also just like when I need when something is like a goal and it's in front of me like she knew it was going to happen. You know, how how painful was that going to be, you know? Is he,
2: yeah, you you so, want me to be here but you also want me to be happy.
0: Yeah, yeah, and she knew, you know, that I was going to and, I, and I, I, I'm a salesperson, so it, it made it make sense.
2: Hey, James, it reminds me of uh, Tony Stark solving the time problem. Like, shit, you know, I can forget it. <laughs> it's never going to go away. Trying
3: to get you to stop yeah. has been one of the major failures of my life. You know, see, yeah.
2: that's exactly. I think that,
0: that line probably struck a chord with my wife, yeah. Uh,
3: right? <laughs> that's what I'm thinking
2: about when you're saying that. It's yeah. like, I can't, I can't not do this. Yeah. It'll, it'll bug me forever. She knows
0: how I am with everything else. She's like, you're, a, you're like a shark. She's like, if you stop moving, you're going to die. She's like, just do what you got to do.
2: Okay, paratrooper, dude, that yeah. blows my mind because I was I was just, so in my class, I make my kids write for 10 minutes a day, mm-hmm. right? It's a math class, but I still make them write 10 minutes a day. And today's topic was, um, what is it that you fear the most and how is that preventing you from achieving what you want in life, right? And so, you know, one of the things I was talking about to them, I was like, I'm not afraid to jump out of a plane, I just risk assess in my head, like, I don't want to potentially not land right yeah and so i, w- I won't take oh well, you'll risk. land oh i'll yeah, land yeah. right yeah i definitely land uh, <laughs> and so i like i'm like i will i just won't take that risk yeah right it's like not a risk that i'm willing to to take like i won't i won't tightrope across a building either you know what i mean even if i have a or i just sure. it's not my thing yeah you chose that like i'm assuming yeah. that when it came down to enlist and they're like hmm what job do you want you're like oh i want to jump out of planes
0: yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> well, I, I wanted like a, you know there was other options right like you could go the officer route there was all these other jobs the army's got a lot of jobs that's kind of why I landed with the army you know I, I like yeah. I liked like the, the the history of the army and whatnot and, and a lot of the stored units and stuff um, but you know there's the jobs that they had there's a big there's a big oh, it's variety huge, dude. right yeah the most out of any other service and um, but I wanted like a real military experience if I was going to do I didn't want to get in and be admin and then do the same thing I'm doing now essentially just like on a different computer yeah yeah so I wanted to do the thing that would allow me to have that the most full experience and I always wanted to do you know I don't know what the term you want to call it but yeah I want to do some more time yeah yeah yeah. no, so, I I,
2: it's funny you said the job Dude, i know i i you guys are gonna really get mad at me i know listeners but i have all kinds of movie stuff that sits in my head and when you said the the, the army has a lot of movies or a lot of uh jobs the first thing that popped in my head was paulie shore like in the army now yeah, yeah. <laughs> was like you could have gone in water purification yeah yeah <laughs>
0: but, big enlistment bonus by the way if you go into water really pur- yeah usually yeah.
2: see and that's what i'm saying like <laughs> like you didn't go after it for the money you literally went after it for the experience yeah right yeah. i mean and and i wonder i wonder. is that just like just with with the army or does that come with like every single transaction you do in business like you do you try to provide that same experience to your clients
0: yeah i think so i mean i think like anybody like realistically anybody can do alone right Mm -hmm. and there's like no shortage of like financial tech companies out there right now trying to do this business automated or you know, whatever, kind of cheat the experience, cheat the planning phase, cheat the, like the real structure of what you need just to get the transaction done mm-hmm. and be able to do it online. So yeah, I mean, I, I mean, that's, I think that was something that was just with me, regardless of what I did. It's, it's something I try to bring yeah to everything. It's just kind of who I am. Yeah.
2: Are you, are you, you're the type of person who's like, uh, gonna run into a, a burning building when, when somebody needs help? Cause I, I mean, it's, I get that. Imp- yeah, yeah. You know, you're not gonna run in. You're gonna parachute in. What am I talking about? He's gonna come in from the roof. I, mean, I got you. No, but I mean, uh, the reason why I was bringing that up is because uh, earlier we were talking about you being a problem solver and helping plan for mortgages. Like mm-hmm. this is something that you know, it, it, the the army is always big on. You know, the whole excitement of jumping out of a plane, all that stuff. But it's very prepared. It's not just you jump out of a plane. There's a strategic plan to everything yeah. that goes on right? And so I'm assuming that type of thought process you're taking into your business when you're helping people plan for mortgages like I never thought think about planning. I think of getting a mortgage when I'm about yeah. to buy something. Right. Tell me a little bit about the planning process. Well, I
0: think that's what most people do, right? Yeah. Like, most people are like, "Hey, I want to buy this, and I need to get this loan to do that." Um, and I think a, a lot of mortgage people, I mean granted there's a lot of good mortgage people out there, right? There's a lot of like really seasoned people that know their business, they know the ins and outs of it, they know what's possible for people. Uh, and they're running those options down, so that's that just it's not super um you know unique to me to be good at the job, but I think what a lot of people aren't talking about is ninety percent of people i would say there's another goal right that, that there's something they want to do later, especially first time buyers mm-hmm. first time buyers is a huge uh, part of my business, but there's usually a Plan, you know, phase two, phase three. You know, this I want to buy. Home right, I want to buy this. I want to yeah. buy an investment, and maybe those are things in the back of their head that they're not really looking at as a reality. Because right now they're doing, you buying know, some, my home for now. Yeah, they're yeah. buying a first time house. they maybe they're using down payment assistance, or they have a low down payment option, or maybe they're you know a veteran guy that's using zero down. So that kind of seems like a pipe dream. Um, but you can really like kind of limit yourself if you do these things wrong and you're not planning. For the next stage Mm -hmm. so um, it may not mean that something is going to be greatly different on this transaction but it might it might mean that we do things a little differently this go around because we know in two three four five years from now we want to do the next thing and we want to make sure that what we do today is setting that up
2: and and that makes sense because something that that most consumers don't understand is that the average life of a loan is like seven years Right. Like in seven years, you're either going to sell it, you're going to refinance it, sure. you're going to whatever's going to happen. Something happens normally in the life of a loan in seven years. And so if you are proactively working with your lender to say, mm-hmm. look, This is what I plan to do in seven years. If the market goes up, I plan to take money out and pay off my credit cards. I plan to buy a car. I plan to go on vacation. I plan to buy a rental property. I plan to sell it and move up. Right. You know, maybe it's a 1031, whatever the situation is going to be. You know, I'm going to plan on doing this. Mm -hmm. And that makes a huge difference in how you structure something. How much time do you spend with your clients to, to just sit down and go over that sort of stuff?
0: I mean, it, it, it varies. I mean, as much time as necessary. So I think a lot of people that get into this first conversation, you know, a lot of mortgage people, it's like a, it's tunnel vision on the transaction, right? It's, it's this transaction, it's this mortgage, and, and what we need to do to get that done for you, which is, which is fine, um, but they just don't ask those questions. They mm-hmm. don't, And then you don't uncover what it is that they want to do. And that could be like material information on how you want to structure this thing or who you want to maybe introduce them to in the, in the interim to get them ready even if it's you know two three years down the road. Um, so I, I mean that's just something that people don't usually get into so you know maybe I spend you know I try to do a little bit old school like you know our company like has really does a good job of leveraging technology for like ease and the client experience um, but I still have like a HP calculator on my desk and I you know I kind of like it's kind of a throwback to the old school I still mm-hmm. use it I still try to do some of those buyer consoles or as many as I can in person. Try to have the clients come into the office and sit down. Just I think different things come out in the conversation, and different concerns, different goals come out in the conversation when you can do it face to face, or when you're asking the right questions, even if it's over the phone, um, about what they want to do next. You know that that conversation is different. So timing-wise, you know maybe it's an hour, maybe it's two hours, but however long it takes to get there with people, right?
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, let me ask you. I mean, it seems like you build great relationships with your clients. Um, once a deal does close, what kind of stuff do you, or do you see in your industry of mortgage professionals continuing the conversation with clients afterwards?
0: Yeah. Um, you know, I think it's varying levels of like proficiency when it comes to that stuff. So, um, yeah, I mean, we have regular, like, you know, touch campaigns and stuff to keep in touch with people. Um, if it's somebody that I know has a goal and something that's going to come up in the future. Um, There's a more specific, you know, kind of a follow-up program that I'll put them on. Um, But for the most part, I mean, I I keep in touch with my clients. You know, I call through my database and I talk to people just like normal. Like, I know what's going on in their lives. Like, those conversations and those planning sessions, they, you know, you start talking about the kid. You start talking about soccer. You start Mm -hmm. talking about the job or, you know, what's coming up next, the vacation. So, you know, you just call and touch base on that stuff so people know that you're listening and you care about them as an individual and as a client, so
2: yeah, my I, I, wa- I was I wanted to know what would you guys do mainly because of the way that we're structuring our insurance company.
0: Mm-hmm. We're mm-hmm.
2: looking for for mortgage partners. and one of the value props that we're adding to them is, look, if you use us for your homeowners policies, we have to continuously keep in touch with your client. We're gonna call them again after we close like a month later and be like, hey, you know we got your homeowner's policy. If we can get your auto policy, you know we can get you a discount. Mm-hmm. By the way, have you bought a new car recently? Are you thinking about buying a new car? And then, you know, as they get to the renewal, whether it's quarterly, six months, annual, whatever, we're going to consistently call them and we're going to ask them. We have a we have a script that we're developing to ask them certain questions and things like, you know, hey, uh, you know, the market changed. Have you considered refinancing? So maybe we can look at your homeowner policy again. Mm-hmm. Um, are you considering selling your home? Did you buy a new car? You know, all these different. Did you acquire debt? Questions or are you considering changing lifestyle? Questions so that when a partner like you comes on board with us, when those answers are yes, we can reach out to our mortgage partners and be like, look there's a potential opportunity here you might want to reach out to this client
0: yeah yeah i mean it's super valuable because i think you know people are going to change cars more than they're going to change houses for the most part people are going to you know change insurance or make plans or they're going to increase their coverages or whatever the case may be probably more often than they're going to apply for a mortgage so exactly you might be interfacing with them about that change before i am so you know you, you might be able to circle them back to me yeah, it yeah. Makes sense.
2: but i mean i'm just asking like as a mortgage professional would that be of value to you You know what i'm saying like yeah, yeah. i mean it would make sense it, the question we always ask uh, our, our professionals that work with us when we first talk to them is like is there is your insurance provider you provide is your insurance partner providing you that business relationship that you know like it's always like uh, a one-way street like you got the mortgage guy hands over the insurance mm-hmm. but there's no connection there like right, you guys should right. be working together you know what I mean? Like yeah. there should be a way where this one client is retained. One client alone has so many things that they have to spend on on the financial sector that you should be working in a symbiotic relationship with those types of things. Your tax professional, your mortgage guy, your your uh your real estate agent, your your insurance broker, they should all be working that same client together yeah. and symbiotically asking questions on a regular basis. So that client already knows like you you know, like almost uh, I don't want to go with the all state pun, but They'll be in good hands, you know what I mean. And these hands are, are are together with with a group of people, and that's kind of what we're trying to build. So I, I, yeah. I just kind of wanted to get your opinion on that. What you no, thought about that?
0: Yeah. So like, without giving away too many secrets out there, I don't know if there's other mortgage people watching, but no, no, a, so we give like you know part of the part of the process is you know there's going to be other key you know advisors or financial you know um, financial uh, advisors. There's going to be CPAs stuff like that. We need to work with during the home purchase process so Mm -hmm. um, you know my team and I try to do a really good job of of connecting with those people and kind of building a relationship one so that we're all on the same page and we all have the same understanding of the client's goals right Mm -hmm. it's important Um, but yeah insurance is definitely one where you know you could bring them into that circle a little tighter and we try to do that as best we can Um, but again there's just like there's varying levels of Mm -hmm. Hundred percent. Mortgage guys, there's yeah. varying levels of insurance people. Exactly. So some people don't, they don't understand that. They could care less, you know.
2: Yeah. And that's that's one of those things. It comes down to marketing brands. One of the reasons why we have the podcast like this. We want to build those relationships. we want to get to know you. I mean, you said it yourself. Once you start talking to that CPA, once you start talking to that person, you want to keep them close-knit. You want to be able to bring them value just like they're bringing you value. And at the same time, if I ever needed my tax returns for a particular client, it's like a quick phone call away. Let's get those docs in, whatever we need. And, right. and, and you you're 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 off and rolling it's all in the benefit of the client but we all can work together so yeah dude uh i I like your story man (laughs) everything from jumping out of airplanes to helping people (laughs) do mortgages that's impressive that's uh that is definitely not my lifestyle but when i see somebody you know taking on the world like that i'm i'm truly truly impressed so I, I, I appreciate you, it
0: I mean for me it's just like it's a it's a pleasure to do it on both sides you know I'm I was real appreciative of being able to even go into the army you know being like older guy I didn't even know what to expect you know a, a client of mine is a is a recruiter I uh, still a buddy of mine out there today um he's a recruiter and that's like kind of how I I did his transaction I helped him buy his house with his VA and uh, I was talking to him about it and he goes like why don't you go reserves and that's kind of how the conversation started so you know, when I I didn't even know if that was going to be a real reality. I didn't know what age restrictions were or if even it was something that was going to work out. So, you know, hey, so I'm honored to be able to serve. I, was, I, I appreciate the how opportunity. How about the physical
2: aspect of it? Like, do you have to maintain, like, certain physical... Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean... Some people joke that the army doesn't have the same physical standards. Right? <laughs> I saw, him, I, saw him, I saw him pull the mic
3: closer. Oh, yeah, oh, oh, let's, see these, yeah. let's see what these
1: physical <laughs> standards
0: supposedly are. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, I'm just kidding. No, really. Says what are, the are they? Navy.
3: <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: um, no, I mean, yeah. You got to you, you do your standard stuff, right? Like, so every unit is gonna have its own understanding of what that means. So there's like the minimum requirement, and then there's gonna be like the airborne standard, which is like an actual. You know, you got to perform a little bit higher. Um, And then every unit kind of has their own, like, matter of pride. So I've been fortunate um, that I've been in some units that that take a lot of pride in that, you know. And so they don't really tolerate you being, like, a PT failure or something like that. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, but nothing is, like, unattainable, hard. I know it's
3: different for each branch, and it also varies by age. So, like, when I got out, uh, I was given, I think, a little... Under fifteen minutes or fourteen minutes to run a mile, and 14, half. yeah to run to run a mile and a half, but I was like doing CrossFit and doing all that good stuff, so I was yeah. running it in ten minutes. What do they got you guys? And I think with with Marines, it's like three miles in eighteen minutes or something. So crazy so like like that.
0: I don't I don't know like all the like what the minimums are like to. To hit the minimums, I don't know. So like for us, ninety percent or ninety points in each category is like that's where you what you're shooting for, right? Two seventy out of out of three hundred. So that's kind of where we set the benchmark. I think I gotta run two miles in thirteen minutes. I gotta do seventy go. push ups and seventy two sit ups or something like that in two minutes. So seventy two Sit ups in two minutes, seventy one push ups in two minutes. So, yeah, so two, two miles in 13, thirteen minutes. minutes. That's yeah, tough, thirteen oh two. But that's like to get a high score. Like I think the minimum yeah. is like sixteen minutes. Oh, I was gonna say, right, man, right, right.
2: I'm averaging like eight and a half minutes yeah. a mile. So, I was <clears> like <throat> damn, thirteen minutes.
3: Yeah, Ooh. I'm I'm getting back to about that. Well,
2: you're at eight and a half minutes a mile. Eight and a half. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, dude. Just last week you were. Uh, I'm finishing my three miles in like twenty six minutes.
3: There you go. See, it didn't take long to get back. It didn't at take it. long, but. It hey man, congratulations! That's that's we're celebrating.
2: Yeah, a couple a couple I, weeks ago ready. he
3: was he was complaining that he couldn't get to his three miles in, 30, in minutes. thirty minutes. So it literally that was like two or three weeks ago, but now here he is, eight and a half minute miles. Yeah, it's pretty, I pushy. mean
0: any miles in any minutes is more than yeah most it's people for sure are doing. So yeah, <laughs> that's, that's definitely for sure. Truth in that too. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: Well, all right. Well, let's uh, let's do the ask the bro section. What do you say? Yeah, that sounds good. So. You can ask us anything you like. Here comes personal. Navy joke. Oh, uh, yeah. Here goes.
0: <laughs> I, I feel I feel like most of those jokes tell themselves. So they do. Not,
2: <laughs> I
3: mean, the Navy is a, kind of a joke sometimes.
0: No, so. <laughs> nah, I respect those guys. I got some buddies that might be watching that are in the Navy, so no offense. Same. Yeah, same. <laughs> They're a joke, too. <laughs> We love you love guys, you, Adam. <laughs> I didn't get to come back. I guess a question for you guys would be so, from doing this podcast, you guys have done a lot of episodes. So, I tune in every once in a while. I see you guys on there when I happen to be scrolling through or I see a guest that's on there and I want to, you know, learn about them. I'll, I'll tune in. So, you guys have been doing it for a while. Like, what do you guys take away the most from doing this aside from, you know, the the obvious, right? Like, what do you guys get out of it the most, do you think, like, personally?
2: Personally. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> i like the fact that this is uh for me very therapeutic like uh a i get to hear i get to hear a guest story every single day <clears throat> so i get to i get to become friends with somebody get to know them a little bit better other than just their face on you know on a facebook post every once in a while like forever you'll be stuck in my head you're the army guy that jumps out of planes and does mortgages like that's gonna be stuck in my <laughs> at the head forever, same time. Right? at the same time right i mean <laughs> <laughs> yeah Closed. <laughs> parachute
3: comes out. 3,000 feet. Pull that cord. Yeah. Wait,
0: is it 3,000 feet or is it no. lower? Army, like, it's static line. So it's, like, between 1,000 and, I think, 1,500 feet. Wow. So it's more just, like, Wild. falling fast. Yeah. Yeah, For, see quite that? Quite a while.
3: Yeah. That's
2: but freaking
3: fantastic. That is. I've done, I've done skydiving once, and I, I want to do it again. Oh, huh. yeah. I mean,
0: that, that's, I mean, like, a, a thing people talk about is, like, well, it's got to be super, like, exciting jumping out of planes and re- really fun. Like, Yes like jumping out the door and the 50 seconds or whatever it is that you're in the air until you smash into the earth is fun. But like, it's not recreational skydiving. Like you go to skydive Oceanside or whatever and you like, you show up and they show you like a video and then they put your, you know, you don't even put a shoot on. You just get in the plane and some guy, once you're at 15,000 feet or 12,000 feet, he straps you in, with, yeah. jumps out with you, and then you take it off, and you're like, thanks, I'll get my DVD on the way out. <laughs> but then, like, <laughs> army parachuting, like, there's, like, six hours before you even get in the aircraft of pulling all the gear, and then when you get out, like, that parachute, you know, like to put it flying on. down the drop zone like you got to go get it and put it in the bag and haul it off the drop zone. And <laughs> it's yeah, not, it's not. <laughs> it's not that not yeah. <laughs> no, 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 all that maintenance.
3: and yeah. you have to do all kinds of maintenance. You have to check that thing every day. And
0: we don't. There's parachute riggers for that. Oh, okay. we'll thank PR God, because that's the worst part. Yeah, especially you land in the bushes or something. And you put those shoots back in those bags, and you're just like, oh God, i feel so uh. bad for the guys. Got to you're like walking you can hear the sticks crunching in the bag oh "Oh my gosh that never happens army by the way i always make sure i I love it but i heard but i heard
2: right no i mean but that that to us is the the coolest part is that we get to we get to meet new people every single day Mm -hmm. and uh our insurance business gets to grow because of it and like it's like again it's a mutual relationship and and what else could you ask for on a daily basis and then when we don't have a guest him and I get to talk and we talk every single day yeah. like our business has gotten better just in the sense that we talk yeah. every single day yeah, yeah. And that 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 to me has been the greatest part of this podcast
3: when we started the podcast a little over a year ago it was basically business therapy um, Hernan and I we've been in business together for 17 uh, years well, 15
2: years something like that with, yeah with it with a, with a breakup in with, between?
3: The, with a seven year seven month and 21 day break but um <laughs> when he was in the navy yeah. oh okay yeah uh, okay. yeah yeah. besides that I was like i should have asked about that right drama there he broke seven, up. Year breakup. seven year break seven years seven months 21 days. <laughs> i was in the navy yeah um but yeah i mean since i've been back in san diego we've been in business and it wasn't until we started the podcast a year ago that we like sat down sit, sit down and consistently talk about the things that are going on. So the therapy, absolutely, the getting to meet people is there, the expansion of the insurance business, uh, and all kinds of things. You know, Just uh, last week we had uh, John and Melissa Steele on the show and they talked about this uh, app called LastPass which is like something that we're looking into in our business meeting later on this evening, you know, as something that we can possibly do to help our agents keep their passwords or keep all of our passwords uh, and you know, uh, main, maintain them where, where it's been an issue and uh, stuff like the Sling Studio and uh, the importance of social media and using it as a marketing tool and building your brand I mean these are all things that we have learned from the podcast not from doing it but from talking to people that are doing it and from learning from all these different people so that's yeah. really been the, the best thing That it's, it's just learning and growing uh, alongside everybody that comes on the show I'm
2: going to throw one more thing the accountability. Oh, like that too. that. Now it's like, if I said something, yeah, like okay, I have yeah. to do it, right? It's there forever. It's there yeah. forever. Yeah. Like it's, it's, it, somebody's going to hold me to it at some point. Hey, you said you were going to do this. I'm like, damn, I did. You know, like, it's there. And for us to show up every single day, like, people will be like, dude, you guys do it every day? Yeah, every day. There's people like, you know, I'm so glad that you have an episode every day because the other weekly podcast that I listen to, like, I'm out of episodes, but I can always come back to you guys and you guys always have new stuff. And so, you know, that, that thought process. Try and keep up. Yeah, try and keep up. But the consistency factor, like in any business, that if you do yeah. it every single day, you're going to get better at it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's like everything, like business, anything like, I don't know. You want to be the best at playing checkers. It's execution and consistency, right? Like Mm -hmm. everything is like that. So yeah, I mean, I agree. I I, I take that same thing with my business. The reason I asked the question is because like, I'm real big on perspective, right? And you can get perspective. I think from anybody, Mm -hmm. like everybody's got something you can learn from. So I think it's probably pretty valuable for you guys to be in here talking to different people, you know, almost every day, if not every day, and then just hearing little things about whatever business it is, however they do it. Um, I think perspective is valuable. It's huge. So, yeah. so it's it, huge. You go to these conferences and stuff where you have these like coaches and whatnot. And usually what they're saying isn't groundbreaking. It's not like no. the newest thing you've ever heard. Or it's like, oh my God, if I just did this magic thing, I would be... Better, it's the perspective. I've never thought about it that way, mm-hmm. you know. And sometimes mm-hmm. that stuff's super valuable and helps you like get to the next level,
2: dude. I, and it's funny because uh, I, I 100% agree with you. I I say things all the time, and I don't remember who said it, mm-hmm. where I read it, where I heard it from. I just know that it sunk in with me, right? And yeah. it, it made an impact in me. And then when a situation arises, like I come out with it, and and almost everything I say, I feel like it's not my own. It came from somewhere. It you know it it originated somewhere else but it's become part of who i am and and it comes from just having that perspective like just getting to know people how they do things why they do things and it makes a difference in my everyday so yeah that's that's deep that's absolutely true i love perspective sweet i'm gonna have you uh look at this camera right here chris and remember your contact info is below so if you got a point down go ahead uh let people know how to get a hold of you if they want to work with you
0: yeah, I mean, if you guys have questions or if, um, you know, part of my job too is recruiting. So if you're, a, if you're a mortgage guy or girl out there that is looking for a place or um, needs options, you can reach out to me. If you're a client or, you know, have a question about um, getting a mortgage or planning for the future, uh, reach out to me. You can, you can uh, contact me. I think it's going to be down here. So um, yeah, so any, any questions you have, feel free. Shoot away. You can either message me on social media or email me or call me directly.
3: For those who are only listening, what's your contact information?
0: You can uh, email me at Chris, C H R I S dot Catania, C A T A N I A, at rate dot com, um, or you can call me at seven six zero four six eight
2: three nine two three. Boom. All right, ladies and gents. Uh Chris. Thanks for having it. Yeah, for man, coming I think on it was the show. super fun. Yeah, it was. It was great getting to know you. I'm yeah. telling you, yeah. he's an army guy that does <laughs> mortgages to,
0: and parachutes. Yeah, we're gonna to put those cups to use next. Oh, time.
2: we definitely are. He, he brought <laughs> us the the red solo cups that you're gonna see on the wall from now on. So uh, we're gonna we're gonna be using those during football season. You eat a, oh, for sure. A red solo cup that you don't throw away.
3: You ready? Ready one day early for uh, karaoke. But boom, boom, red solo cup. cup. <laughs> I fill you up. Let's
2: have a party. You he can't right, help I'm it. He can't, that's tomorrow's carryover. I know, I
3: know. I'm like, laying, <laughs> we're like one day away, and I'm just so excited. Can't wait
2: ladies and gents 365 pairs of shoes by the end of the year so if you have new shoes used shoes or you want to donate cash hit james up 619-884-0045 or james at csfirst.com we're at 202 so hook it up we're in there we're getting there so thank close. you very much and also remember we're insurance guys so if you guys need help with your insurance or if you're a mortgage guy and you want help keeping in contact with your clients on a regular basis you want to have us as your insurance partner so hit james up 619-884-0045 James at csfirst.com uh, If you want to send referrals over There's a link in the show notes Need insurance Click on the link We'll help you out And uh, if you have any charitable organizations That you'd like to promote it on the podcast Reach out Hernan at csfirst.com Or 619-884-4915 is my number That's all we got for you guys today Peace Bye bye And I'm out
1: Thank you for listening to the Business Bros Podcast Are you interested in being on the show? Are you looking to sell your home?